Welcome to the Choose You Now podcast. I'm your host, Juliana Hever. We all know my guest Clinton Kelly from The Chew and of course, What Not to Wear. He's also the host of the HGTV show, Self-Made Mansions. He is stylish in every way, including the way he chooses himself. Listen to find out how he does so. Hello, Clinton Kelly. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hello, Juliana. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thank you. All things considered? Yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. So much to consider. You are the king of like helping people upgrade their lives and you're do- you've done it in fashion and you're doing it with your new show on HGTV. Tell us about how you got into that and why it's so passionate for you to help people transform. Well, I started out my career as a magazine editor, and I realized very early on what I enjoyed most about writing and editing magazines was to give people information with a sense of humor. Like, that's just what I enjoyed doing, no matter what I was writing about. And I wrote about everything from cars to fitness to uh, outdoor adventures to travel to fashion to relationships. And Every time a little humor would, would sort of um, creep its way in there. And that's what I just love to do. And then I decided I don't want to be a magazine editor anymore because I don't like sitting behind a desk. Like, I just can't sit still. And I remember working at, at magazines and, like, you know, you'd have to stay at your desk for, like, 10, 12 hours a day. And it was literal torture for me. So I eventually found myself working for a men's fashion magazine um, that no longer exists. But, you know... Uh, a casting agent called me and said, would you like to audition for what not to wear? She was auditioning every man who worked in the fashion industry. And I said, sure. And it ended up being a great fit for me because I was able to give people advice on fashion with a sense of humor. And that has actually taken through, you know, taken me through my career on so many different levels. Because after what not to wear, I did the chew, which was teaching people how to cook with a sense of humor and interviewing celebrities and then doing self-made mansions for HGTV, like showing people houses and like, you know, just like not taking anything too seriously. I think that's kind of the key to my success. <laughs> I love watching your, what do you call it? H cubed, your half hour, happy hour, half hour. What <laughs> happy, do you call it? Hour. Happy half hour. Uh, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. You literally make everything so fun and you're just tuning out the bad in the world. And it just, it's like this moment of just, you're so good at that at making people just feel happy and it's just laughing. And like, it's just, just a great perspective. Thank you. My therapist would call that compartmentalizing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well said. Well said. So at the beginning of your career, did you ever, do you think you put yourself first? Like, did you know how to do that? Because that's what the the essence of the show is about choosing yourself. Yes. I think I've been really good about that. I think I was raised in a family where um, my parents really sort of instilled in us the need to be independent people, like never to rely on anybody else for your own happiness. Um, And just to really like, just be independent as far as like getting out of the house as soon as possible. Like, you know, I know that, you know, these days, a lot of kids live with their parents until they're about 30. My parents were like, when are you leaving? And I was like, I'm 13. Can I, can I please (laughs) give me, give me a few more years. But like, so I really, I, I went into my career looking out for number one. I remember also, this is about, a, I have a, you know, two different grandfathers, both of whom were kind of screwed over by corporate America at the end of their careers, right before their pensions kicked in. And I remember sort of thinking, don't trust the man so much. So I went into every job knowing that a corporation and I were going to have a symbiotic relationship. It's like, I'm going to do work for you. 
you're going to pay me. And then when I feel as though I'm doing more work than I'm getting paid for, I'm going to look for another job that pays me better. So that was sort of instilled in my head from a very young age. So I've always gone into a job thinking like, I have to be getting something out of this. I'm going to choose me now. And what does me need from this job? You know, I need money. Um, I maybe I need some stability. And also I need to be entertained and, or I need to be like energized by it. So that's with every job I've ever had, that's been the trade-off. That's brilliant. I love that. I'm totally going to use that. I'm going to stick that in my mind and use that going <laughs> forward because that's very, very, very smart <laughs> and savvy. So, okay. I mean, you've done this across your life. You have, you, you talk about, I love this. I, I don't even remember where I heard this, but you talk about living your life on three virtues. Can you talk about that? Love, gratitude. And awe. Yes. So those are, those are the three virtues that I like to keep in mind. I like to look through my life through those lenses um, because otherwise what else is life about? You know, it's like, I, I know the lenses through which I want to see the world in an ideal world that sometimes it's hard. And I know my life priorities, you know, I'm very clear about those. And so, you know, when I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm not feeling love, I'm not feeling awe, I'm not feeling gratitude. I say to myself, maybe I need to get into that headspace somehow and focus on those things. Cause you know, sometimes it's very easy to be angry and to be sort of pessimistic about the world and, and to take everything for granted. And that's, that's never a good place. So if you know what your core values are, like I said, mine, love on gratitude, like I can look at situations through those lenses. Like, you know, there's a pandemic going on. Love. It's like, luckily the people I love have been safe. I'm going to like connect with them as much as I possibly can. Awe, you know, going outside into the world and seeing that mother nature is still doing her thing. And isn't it amazing? Like just go for a hike and it, it should blow your mind, you know, and, and the gratitude of like, yes, all right, horrible things are happening, but like, I've got a roof over my head. I've got food on the table. Like I, I have to think about things that way or else I'm going to go crazy and or be miserable. Okay. So how do you do that? How do you actually stop yourself and say, wait a second, like what can you have? Do you have any tips that you would offer? I know you do, um, that you would <laughs> offer the audience. Like how do you stop in the middle of all of that chaos or whatever and go back to love, awe and gratitude? Well, you have to have a check-in with yourself from time to time. Like this is where, you know, a meditation practice can really come into play where it's just like, and that doesn't have to be, you know, I, I, a lot of people think meditation, you've got to go into this like Zen state for an hour at a time. I don't see meditation like that. Meditation for me is I'm going to like just put myself in a quiet place for five, 10 minutes, have a check-in. Okay. That, that means like you do a few deep breaths. You're like, let me just inhale and exhale slowly and in a controlled fashion. And let's do a check-in with the body. Like a lot of times your body will tell you with physical sensations what's going on in your brain. So if you feel tightness in your neck, in your shoulders, in your back, you've got a headache, you find yourself that you, you find that you're taking very shallow breaths. Like that's your indication that you're not living life through the lenses you have chosen for yourself. Okay. So that's where I sort of do a check. And it's like, what exactly am I feeling right now? I'm feeling frustrated. Okay. It's and let's honor that. Like, how could you not feel frustrated sometimes? But like, with that being said, can we refocus? Can we reshift so that we're not feeling the frustration as much as we are like looking at the problem ob objectively and then putting the lenses on it that I want to put on it? Like, you know, you can be frustrated by the dog 
you know, making a puddle on the floor. Of course, that's frustrating. Like you, you have to clean it up. Maybe she ruins your rug. But then at the same time, you're like, I love this dog. She made a mistake. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> I use the dog example a lot because she's ruined so many rugs. <laughs> <laughs> but you love her so much. <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, I love that. And I love how you talk about how it all comes down to the breath because really, you know, there's not so much we can control in our lives and our days, but like we could always take a breath and it's simple enough that anyone could do it. We do it all day long, but just to focus back in on it, it's just, it's a great tip. I think for everyone, just no matter what's going on, you could always take a deep breath. But um, back to the body, you mentioned the body and just like going back into your body, but what about what you put on your body and you're this amazing fashion expert. So how does fashion help us all choose ourselves? Well, I love that you use the word fashion because I see myself as a style expert. Um, And I think that style is more important to our happiness than fashion is. And I'll explain the difference between those two. Fashion Brilliant. Yes. (laughs) Fashion is all the stuff that designers put out there, that retailers put out there, um, manufacturers put out there. It's like fashion's all the stuff, right? I like to use the analogy of a buffet. So imagine fashion is the buffet and it's being presented to you by, you know, design houses all over this country and Paris and Milan, all that good stuff, right? So you know, when you go to a buffet, you don't, and nobody, I haven't been to a buffet in a long time, but when you go to a buffet, you have the option (laughs) of what to put on your plate, right? So you say to yourself, okay, this works for me. This works for me. I like this. I don't like this. So it's not going on my plate. That's what style is. Okay. That's the difference. Fashion is the buffet. Style is what you put on your plate. And I think it's very important to make that decision because a lot of people say to themselves, oh, I hate fashion. Fashion isn't made for me. Okay, you can hate fashion, but what about your personal style? What is it that you're putting on your body? Why are you putting it on your body? How does it make you feel? And let's face it, it's it's a really powerful method of nonverbal communication. So when you are putting those clothes on your body, it is saying something about you to the rest of the world before you even open your mouth. It's like a sign. It's like hanging a sign around your neck. So take control of what the sign around your neck actually says. Don't let somebody else choose it for you. I get very passionate when we talk about this subject, Juliana. I love this, Clinton. I love this so much. I never thought about it like that. I totally love that. And I hope that buffets come back someday because that is so sad. (laughs) (laughs) I miss buffets. Today, I'm so excited to tell you about this awesome company called Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high quality ingredients. What I especially love about Organifi is just how in alignment they are with the concept of Choose You Now. Their mission is to unite the world through health and happiness by providing access to high quality nutrition, education, and community. Choosing You Now begins with how you nourish and feed yourself. You are quite literally what you eat. One of the most intimate relationships you have with the outside world is through your sustenance. You take in food every day, well, usually multiple times a day, and that food gets broken down and transformed by our bodies. It evolves and morphs and it turns into our future us. And diet, of course, is the number one most powerful influence on our health. And you get to choose you now in each and every bite, again and again, and again. I also love that Organifi includes some of my favorite ingredients, including leafy green goodness, mushrooms, anti-inflammatory herbs such as turmeric and ginger, fruits, tea, and so much more. 
Visit Organifi.com slash choose you. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash C-H-O-O-S-E-Y-O-U. And use the code choose you as a discount code at checkout and save 20% off your order. <laughs> Unlimited shrimp, hey? <laughs> and actually, that's a perfect segue to another question I have. Because I, you know, I'm a dietitian and a fitness expert. So that's my my world, my wheelhouse starts there is food and nutrition. And I love the way you talk about food and drinks and the way you present it and you make it again always fun and fabulous. Um, so how would you say that food and drink can help us choose ourselves? Well, sometimes you just you just need a drink. Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers to that. Um, you know, within reason, of course. Uh, and, you know, look, some drinks are, are so delicious. But, you know, I feel the same way about food that I feel about clothing, which is, you know, like you have this, you have a choice. Most of us do, not all of us, obviously. Uh, some people are you know, struggling to put food on the table, put food on their backs. I'm saying that if you have a choice um, which foods you want to eat, like, Eat them consciously. Like it's this, and I'm sure, you know, you you talk about this all the time. It's like this unconscious eating is kind of the worst thing that you can do for yourself uh, on some level. And I feel the same way, like unconscious dressing is a terrible, you know, terrible for you as well. So like, I, I, I'd rather like just, I'd rather not eat sometimes than to just eat garbage. You know, like we, we cook a, a really nice dinner, I would say five or six times a week, because that's important for me, that my husband and I sit down and we're like, we're choosing to put some energy into creating this meal so that we can sit down together and enjoy it and sort of like go over the day. That's where we connect with each other. It's like, we've had crazy days. Let's sit down for an hour and actually interact with each other. Let's relate to each other and let's process what happened over the course of a day. So Food is the vehicle to do that, you know? So um, I think it's really important, not just, the, you know, on a caloric level or, you know, a nutritional level, like, you know, food is there. It helps us communicate with each other. Um, and so that's why I, I put a lot of effort into it. I just, I just don't want to, sometimes, look, don't get me wrong. I get a craving every once in a while for McDonald's bacon, egg and cheese on a biscuit, and there is no talking me out of it. But, you know, for the <laughs> most part, <laughs> I really, I really want to, you know, eat like good quality food that I, that I prepare at home. Yes, that was the literally the topic of my TEDx talk. It was all about breaking bread and how food is so deeply intimate and interwoven in literally every part of our life. I love that you do that. And and speaking of love, your husband, you've been together, is it like 12 years? I'm like stalking you. I found all this information. Right? You've been together like love at first sight. You have this tell us your love story if you wouldn't don't mind sharing a little bit. It was a crazy love story, but um, we've been married now for 11 and a half years, and we've been together, I think, for about 15, um, and we met, it wasn't love at first sight, it was love at second sight, it was crazy. I met him when I was working as a magazine <laughs> writer, and I was like, he is so handsome, So, um, and we had a nice talk, because he was working at Chelsea Piers uh, as a... Um, in the PR department and I had to do, I was writing an article for a magazine about indoor rock climbing, wall climbing. And he was my liaison. I was like, he's so handsome. Then I was like, I'm going to ask him out. So I asked him out. Um, and he said that he was seeing somebody and I was like, okay. So I was, when I was single, I was that type when somebody was like, I'm not interested or I'm seeing somebody. I was like, okay, I'm putting you out of my mind. I was like, that's cool. You're out of my mind. And I literally put him out of my mind for two years. Um, and then I bumped into him again two years later, 
And I saw from the back of his head, I was like, that's the guy for me. It was crazy. I just saw, I just saw his shoulders and the back of his head. I'm like, that one, who is that? And then he turned around. He recognized me. I didn't even recognize him. Then the next thing I know, his friend is dragging me over. Excuse me. His friend is dragging him over to me. And then all of a sudden, the light bulb went off. I was like, you're Damon. Um, and that's that was it. We've been together <laughs> since that moment. So, Clinton, you chose your husband. You chose you at the right time. So how do you think all of that and choosing yourself throughout your relationship, how has that helped your relationship? Well, we're very clear about what we want for ourselves, what we want for each other, what we want as a couple, and what we want our lives to look like. So there's a constant communication between the two of us about, are we on the right track? Are we happy? Is this train headed where we want it to go? I mean, it, it doesn't hurt that he is a psychologist. So uh, that definitely <laughs> plays, oh. a, plays a role. We do a lot of processing of things. The last question I want to ask you is, what would you say to people who don't know how to choose themselves? Like, what advice would you give them? Mm. It's tricky, isn't it? Because I think some of us, and I think a lot of women in particular, were raised to not choose themselves first. Um, hopefully that's changing um, in the world. I, I feel like young girls are maybe being groomed to think about themselves a little bit more than they, than they were a generation or two ago. But I think that you can do a couple of things. Like you can, you can sit down and ask yourself why you're not choosing yourself, right? So is it, is it because maybe your parents told you that you should put other people first? Um, and if so, like, let's question that a little bit. Like, do you, do you agree with them still? Um, the other thing is, I think you should ask yourself, why do you think you were put on this planet? Um, and I don't know what your spiritual beliefs are or your religious beliefs are, but I firmly believe that we were put on this planet to have a positive experience. I believe that we were put on this earth to have a positive experience and that doesn't mean that all of our experiences have to be positive um, because we grow a lot from our negative experiences. But ask yourself, do you really believe that you're here to be happy? Or do you believe that you're here to be sad? And if you believe that you were put on this earth to be happy, I think that you can safely assume then that you have to put yourself first from time to time. You have to choose yourself when you can because your own happiness is important. You cannot make other people happy unless you are happy yourself. So just a couple of things to think about. Ah, uh, that is the essence of choosing you now. Thank you so much, Clinton Kelly. You are such a joy and I love all of your work so much. Keep, keep it coming and stay well. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I learned so many fun things in this interview, including the difference between style and fashion and how you can think about it as a buffet. And I can't wait to see what he does in that same context in his new show on HGTV, Self-Made Mansions. If you are inspired and enjoy the Choose You Now podcast, please subscribe to the show, rate and review us on iTunes, and send us an email with questions and comments at chooseyounowpodcast at gmail.com. For nutrition services and more information, visit me at plantbaseddietitian.com. I invite you to choose yourself now, and I'm signing off with lots of leafy green love.